Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We're really excited to have you here with us today for this great conversation. Maddie and I are talking all about one of our favorite topics in the gospel mm-hmm. and something that we see illustrated from the very first pages in Genesis all the way to Revelation. And it really is the crux of the gospel. Mm-hmm. It is the point that Christ gives to us over and over again in his ministry. It's one that he calls his disciples to in some pretty bold ways. And yeah. that call is still the same for us today. So we're going to discuss that and we're going to get into all the nitty gritty things that we always get into and how this practically applies to us today and how it looks politically speaking, how it looks in the American church and in our everyday lives. So I'm really excited for this. We're going to be talking about dying to ourselves and how to know when to die, what to Mm -hmm. die for, and all that good stuff. But before we get into all of that, Maddie, catch us up on all of our different announcements and what's been happening here. Okay, I'll make this quick because I'm I'm excited. You're ready to get into this episode. Y'all know. Why did you say that so aggressively? Death is my thing. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It actually does. It somehow it ends up being a theme a lot, and you know this is called kind of part of the dark academia aesthetic. Apparently, I'm just kidding. Anyway, okay. Where do we begin? Well, YouTube is probably where we should begin. I know that y'all are probably tired of hearing it. They shouldn't yet, though, because it's only been a couple weeks. Yeah, but we are still excited, <laughs> and we still want y'all to go and check it out. So if you haven't yet, we have some new videos up that mm-hmm. we want you guys to go and check out, and there are a few different things that you can go and watch. We put together a very good trailer, if I do say so myself, and uh, we've got like a good introduction video if y'all just want to kind of get to know our YouTube channel, get to know what you're going to be seeing mm-hmm. over there because it's going to be a little bit different than some of our other platforms and all that great stuff. So if you haven't checked it out already, make sure that you click the link in this podcast episode description. I said it last week, but that link is the easiest way for you guys to find it just because it's a newer channel. It's a little bit far down on the list. If you would just look up the few, it's a little bit more difficult to find. So if you click the link, it'll take you directly to our channel and that's the easiest way to find it as we continue to grow and gain more subscribers and move up on that list. Mm -hmm. So there's number one. Secondly, Instagram has been going crazy lately. And if you haven't followed us on Instagram yet, you definitely should. That is a place where you can get a lot of updates about different things that we're doing. So for instance, if we don't have a podcast episode coming out one week or, you know, the schedule is going to change a little bit, Mm -hmm. that's where you would be informed about that on Instagram. So make sure that you get on there. And also don't forget to check out the blog. You can literally find every single thing that we do in our ministry on our blog. Mm -hmm. It's actually turned into more of a website than strictly a blog. But we always call it the blog because that's much easier to remember when you're looking it up. So Mm -hmm. if you're looking it up, it's just thefew.blog and it'll take you directly to our website. Okay, guys, let's jump in headfirst here. All right. I published a blog post about two weeks ago now, I think it was, and it's titled Death is Just the Doorway. So if you haven't read that blog post yet, definitely one that you should go look at. I will link it in the description as well. Mm -hmm. But I just made the point in that episode that I think we have kind of taken on the mindset in the American church specifically that we can carry our cross but never really die. 
And I want to just explore this thought a little more and kind of show you what I mean by that, how I think we have taken on this mindset. And I think that the enemy has done a really great job in this area. I don't want to give him too much credit because obviously he's stupid and we shouldn't listen to him. He's a liar, (laughs) all these things. But I just want to, uh, was that enough? On, on him. That was good. What I think. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I think we got to know your personal feelings. Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, so I just never want to give him too much credit because, mm-hmm. you know, like he, he's, he does not deserve any kind of praise or any of that stuff. But anyways, now I've completely lost my train of thought. But let's get back to this. So the blog post, okay. I mentioned that I think we've taken on this mindset that we can carry our cross, which is what Christ commands of us, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's really a prerequisite to following Jesus. Yeah. He tells us this in Luke 9, 23 through 24, when he says, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Mm-hmm. So this is a prerequisite. If anyone would come after me, let him take up his cross daily and follow me. So this is not just something that's like, hey, it only happens once, take up your cross, that's it, right? No, it's a daily thing. Mm -hmm. It's a daily walk. We talk about this all the time. Christianity is a lifestyle. It's not this one-time decision. Okay, I believe in the Lord. He is my king. He's my savior. He loves me. I know this stuff. So that's about it. If that is all that your faith consists of and you're not walking anything out after that, you're not growing in holiness as we were talking about last week, you're not cultivating that in your everyday life and listening to the spirit and being obedient, Mm -hmm. then what do you really have? Do you have a solid foundation? Are you building upon something that is going to last when trials and suffering and pain come? Mm -hmm. Probably not, right? Probably not. So I just want to look at this a little bit in this episode and just point this mindset out because I think it's something that the enemy has really lied to us about that we can, okay, you've made that one-time decision, you have decided to carry your cross Mm -hmm. and live for Jesus and be set apart for him. Okay, great, whatever. You know, obviously he hates that. He never wants you to get to that point of making that decision. But he is really just as happy if you make that decision and then don't do anything with it Mm -hmm. because you're not growing in holiness. You're not growing in obedience to Christ. You're not living it out in your everyday life, which means that ultimately you're not impacting your little corner of the world. You're not influencing people for the sake of the kingdom or giving glory to God. And so we always, as Christians, what we want to get to today and what Maddie and I were talking about before this episode is that in some cases, we don't always have to die, but we must always be willing to. And that's the point that we really want to zone in on today. The Christian must always be willing to die for the sake of the kingdom. Maddie, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think at the beginning of our faith, we are always called to die to ourselves. That is literally the first step. It is die to yourself believe in what Jesus did when he died for you. And then it's you and Jesus living in unity with one another. And I think that we oftentimes act like it ends there and it's just like, okay, I died once, so I'm good now. You know, I can just kind of go about my life and do whatever I want. But I think what we need to continually consider is the fact that, yes, you are called to die to yourself initially when you become a Christian, but then you are also called 
to continually be willing to die for the things that the Lord calls you to. And that is often the part that we like to ignore because we want to be like, okay, I got saved. I'll act like my pride's not an issue anymore and that, you know, I am just following Jesus wholeheartedly and everything. But then, you know, it stops there and I I don't want to have to die for anything else and I don't want to have to take up my cross daily and stay up there and be that martyr that the Lord needs me to be for some different things. And I think this is where we often get it wrong in the church because we act like, okay, we believe in Jesus and everything, so now we just don't have to do anything else. We don't have to be willing to pick a hill to die on and then actually die there. And I think that this is why the evil in our world has been allowed to get away with so much because as churches, we view ourselves as set apart, which we should be, but we view ourselves as set apart in kind of an interesting way, I think, and we view ourselves as set apart from the evil. Like it's just not going to affect us anymore. And I think that this is the wrong mindset to have because this is why our world experiences so much depravity now. So as the church, we need to be willing to say that yes, we have all died to ourselves. We've set aside our pride and are going to be willing to die for what we believe in because right now we're just so wishy-washy on what we believe in. And it's just like, oh, this might be right, might be wrong, don't know. So we're just not going to talk about it. And, you know, we're just going to kind of ignore this issue. And then we're just kind of sitting passively on the sidelines and just kind of like, this somebody else this will handle it. it exactly we right. always think that there's someone else that is going to be the martyr for this yeah. and we won't be the ones that are called to be in the arena mm-hmm. and to genuinely be fighting against these different things and, so, and sometimes you're going to fight and you're not going to have to die the lord is not going to constantly call you to you know just like you're going to die for this you're going to die for this you're going to die for this i mean christianity is a representation of new life but in this new life death is also mingled. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that is kind of a paradox here because we get the benefit of having this incredible new life and this peace, but then we're also called to die for it. Mm -hmm. We're called to die for our new lives. And so this is, I think, honestly, a really beautiful concept about the gospel because in death, there's always life. And yet in life, there's also always death. And it's kind of this interesting paradox and this interesting concept that we're always called to learn more and more about as we go about our lives and Mm -hmm. as we become better Christians and as we learn what it truly means to die for what we believe in. Because without the death, there is no life. And without maintaining that life through being willing to die for the things that you believe in, it loses all of its value. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is where we sometimes mess up because we think that we die to ourselves initially and that's it. Mm-hmm. It stops there. Or I can carry my cross and never actually die. And that is what is so ridiculous about it because when you get up on a cross, you die. Mm-hmm. You have to be dead before Every you're taken time. down. Yeah. I mean, that is not negotiable. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it is a beautiful concept. And I think in the church, if we do talk about it, we act like it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, oh, it's always going to be painful. There's never going to be any reward in it. But honestly, I think that death is a very beautiful concept, especially when you are willing to die for the things that you believe in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, when you look at the the stories that we enjoy, the movies you like watching, the books you like reading, you always look at the hero They're willing to die for what they believe in. I mean, Mm -hmm. that is pretty much the premise for every good fairy tale, every good heroic story. The hero is willing to die for what they believe in. And even though they may not always have to die for it, they are always willing to. Mm -hmm. And this is what we miss in the Christian life. It's either I'm going to die, I'm never going to be rewarded, and it's just going to be completely miserable, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be horrible and painful, or 
I'm just going to live my life and never do anything about it. And Mm -hmm. I'm never going to be willing to die for anything. And I think that death does not always have to be something that's never going to be rewarding because I think that when you are dying for what you believe in, that is the most rewarding death. Mm -hmm. There is a quote from like an ancient poem that I absolutely love and I mention it all the time, but how can man die better than facing fearful odds? Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. And I've I've written a couple of different blog posts about it and stuff, but I consistently go back to that poem because I always, you know, even I can get caught up in this concept of death is always difficult and it's always something that you're never going to want to do and it's always something that is going to require so much of you and you're never going to get any reward but I think that when we are dying for what we believe in that is the greatest reward Mm -hmm. and that is something that is truly beautiful and something that the Lord will bless us for Mm -hmm. because he was willing to die for us and so the least we can do is be willing to die for him in return. Mm -hmm. I think I might be going in a little bit of a different direction with this one but I think that the mark of a weak man is if he does not have anything for which he's willing to die. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I'm I'm starting to see a lot in especially the younger generations like Maddie and I's generation and quite honestly it's extremely unattractive. <laughs> Yes. For young women. uh, I think we can all agree if if a guy is not willing to die for something Mm -hmm. or fight for something, it's like, what are what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, what is your purpose? What do you have you not found something that you love so much that you can't help but want to die for it? Yeah. And and have that willingness to die for it. And I think that that's what Christ is looking for. And this is how he makes us into strong servant leaders. He makes us into people who imitate himself in this because he was willing to lay his life down for us because Mm -hmm. of his great love for us. And we're supposed to imitate that. We're made to be Christ-like and we're supposed to be growing in that day by day. And one way that we should be growing in that and in Christ-likeness is through our willingness to die for the sake of the kingdom and for the Lord's glory. And so whatever is going to allow us to grow the kingdom, be a part of what God is doing here on earth. And if if we want to be used by him, then we have to be willing to die at all times, no matter mm-hmm. where we are, who we're with, what we're doing or what it's for. If God commands us to die, if he asks us to, we should always be willing to. And it shouldn't be this, this quandary that we go through every time like, oh, well, is this something, you know, when you are living for Christ wholeheartedly and you are seeking after him day by day and you have this relationship, this personal relationship with him, trust me, you will know when he'll want you to die. Mm-hmm. You will know without a shadow of doubt. And I think that we miss that so often in the Christian life because we're not as close as we should be to him. And we're not truly listening to his spirit within us who is guiding us and who is leading us. That's his job. Yeah. A lot of us have calloused hearts towards him and we have ears that cannot hear his voice because we have walked away so many times. We have chosen something else Mm -hmm. instead of what is going to lead to possibly death for the sake of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And this, in, in real life, this looks like speaking courageously for what is right. So being pro life 
in a world that thinks that abortion is totally okay and is a woman's right. That looks like dying to self. That looks like being Mm -hmm. able to be someone who stands up for what is right no matter what anyone else says because it is biblical, because it is a biblical principle that life is sacred and that God has created that life and it should be protected at all costs. It may look like in church, we find a lot of different ideologies that creep in that the enemy uses Mm -hmm. to distract us from what is actually biblical and what we should actually be teaching the congregation and what community actually looks like and what we should be doing with our time as a church body. (laughs) We fight so much of that in the church and there are so many different things at work. Uh, You may be going against the grain when it comes to cussing. You may be going against the grain when it comes to uh, how you treat somebody at the service counter. Like whatever it is, there are so many different ways that we can die for the sake of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And this is not just, oh yeah, it happened, you know, Paul and Peter and all these guys who were apostles and were saints, like they were able to do this. They actually physically died. Obviously, we should be willing to physically die for our faith if it comes to that. But I think that what the Lord is calling so many of us to, in fact, all of us to right now is to die to ourselves first and foremost, but then allow that to be a daily process. If the Lord asks us to die for something, we should be willing to do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I think is honestly ironic sometimes is that we do look at those characters in the Bible who were willing to die for their faith, who were willing to die extremely brutal deaths, Mm -hmm. brutal physical deaths for Mm -hmm. their faith. And in our unwillingness to die, we often mock those who are willing. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is such a sad reality in the church because I was talking with one of my friends about this a couple weeks ago, but I just, I always think it's so, honestly, it's infuriating to see people look at the apostles and be like, oh yeah, they were just horrible. You know, Peter couldn't hold his tongue, doubting Thomas, you know, look at, look at him, didn't believe that someone had risen from the dead. Like, why would you just, why would you not just believe that, you know, whatever. And yet we neglect the fact that I actually learned this the other day, doubting Thomas was killed Uh, by being speared to death Mm. and you know peter was crucified upside down and and look at that the reverence that he had even for the death of christ that he could not even die in the same way Mm. like the amount of holiness that he viewed christ's death with is incredible to me and yet we want to sit in our comfortable little churches and in our unwillingness to die and mock those who were willing Mm -hmm. who did die Mm -hmm. and i think that that is a fatal mistake in Mm -hmm. Christianity. And it is a fatal mistake to not teach people that Christianity will force you to die for Mm -hmm. something. At some point, you will be expected to die and you will be expected to rise up and meet that challenge with dignity and with holiness and with complete willingness and passion. It really does scare me that in the church, we're not willing to teach people that you are supposed to be willing to die. Mm -hmm. Instead, we just want to focus on, oh, Christ gives us new life and, you know, that's it. You don't have to do anything to protect that new life. You don't have Mm -hmm. to do anything to maintain it and to watch it grow and to genuinely live in it. No, you're never going to have to die for that. You're never going to have to sacrifice for that. It's just there, you know. Jesus died, but you don't have to be willing to. You know, you don't have to be willing to do the exact thing that the entirety of Christianity is built upon. I think that that is so ironic and so wrong. 
honestly. It is a theology that we absolutely positively should not be teaching people in the church, and lots of us need to be examining what we believe about this topic because I think a lot of us believe that we don't need to be willing to die, that someone else will die at some point, and that then it'll all be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, there will be another hero, and you know, I can just turn back. You know, it'll be fine. Whatever. They'll they'll find the light and they'll bring it to us and, you know, it'll be fine. They'll dispel the darkness. I don't have to have any part in that. And that completely negates the entire point of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, why wouldn't we, mm-hmm. right? I, you just asked that question, like, why wouldn't we have to die to ourselves and have to die for the sake of the kingdom? Why wouldn't Christ ask that of us when he did so himself and he Mm -hmm. asked us to follow his example and to imitate him to be holy as he is holy as we talked about last week i mean this is the gospel this is the whole point and i think that we are doing such a disservice to especially new christians when we tell them that jesus really doesn't expect anything from them there are no expectations when it comes to christianity and the christian life because people are looking for those expectations they want to be held to a higher standard they want to be able to live for something that is so much greater and so much bigger than themselves but we think that they don't we think that Mm -hmm. they just want it easy we just want the easy way out of everything just make it simple just and i mean the christian life is simple it is die to yourself and follow jesus um does it mean that it's easy no but it's Mm -hmm. simple and i think that we do people such a disservice in the american church when we tell them Hey, just go on living how you have been living. Yeah. You've you've made this commitment. Just show up at church, you know, as much as you can. And there you go. That's mm-hmm. all there is to the Christian life. I'm just telling y'all, if you're listening to this and that's what you've been told and that's kind of the the message that you've received, that is wrong theology. That is not a correct worldview to have. That's not the right mindset to have regarding Christianity. Mm-hmm. Jesus expects us to die to ourselves and give all that we are and all that we have to him. It is a full life commitment. You are committing yeah. all that you are and all that you have to him. And that's what he is saying when he's saying when he says die to yourself and follow me. This is a prerequisite to being saved yeah. and to actually having this life transformation that Christ wants to give us. He so desperately wants to give us, but we have to be willing to die first and foremost. And that is what leads, as I said in this blog post, that's what leads to resurrection life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't die first, then you you can't experience that resurrection life. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the main point is that without the death, there is no life. And without dying to yourself, you cannot enjoy the new life that Christ is offering you. Right. Because you're not sold out to it. Exactly. You've never had to sacrifice anything for it. And Mm. I think, you know, I mean, look back at your life. And if you have had to sacrifice something in order to gain something new, I think we look at those new things and we cherish them Mm. so much more fondly than anything we never had to fight for, never had to achieve, never had to work hard for. It was just something that, oh yeah, that's nice. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's nice to have, but the things that you are willing to sacrifice for, the things that you're willing to die for, make them so much more precious and so much more valuable than things that you just take for granted. Mm -hmm. And I think that that the willingness to die helps you to remember the high cost at Mm -hmm. which those things come. And that is what helps us to remember the sacrifice that Jesus gave for us, sacrificing himself. And then it also helps us to remember that the least we can do is be willing to sacrifice ourselves for him. Mm -hmm. And if it comes down to it, actually sacrifice ourselves. So, 
little bit of, I feel like this was a little bit of a heavier episode, but I enjoyed recording it and I think that this is definitely a concept that all of us need to be remembering in our everyday lives and we need to be looking for things in our lives where we need to say, I am willing to die for this. Whatever it costs, I am willing to die for this. I am willing to believe in this so wholeheartedly mm-hmm. that whatever the Lord demands of me, I will absolutely do. And that that is what Christianity is about. Christianity is not meant to be something that is just soft and cute. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it requires a lot of us, but it is always rewarding in the same instance. So we are going to wrap this episode up in prayer. So please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day. And I just thank you for the opportunity that you've given Lily and I to just sit down and record and to have this conversation. I pray that you would help each and every person listening to this and Lily and I ourselves to remember that we have to be willing to die for the things that you have given us. And I pray that you would just help us to be looking at our lives and looking at the different things that we can sacrifice for you. And I pray that you would help us to be willing to do that, that you would just completely transform our lives and that you would help us to live wholeheartedly for you by being willing to die. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us for this podcast episode. We pray that it is something that you think about this week. It's something that you you just return back to. You think about it and you contemplate it. That's one of the, the things that we hope you get out of the show is mm-hmm. that you take these thoughts and that you continually contemplate them in your everyday lives and that you not only contemplate them, but that you apply them to your lifestyle and that you do something with these biblical things, that you do something with them that ultimately changes your life and how you're living and your actions and what you're saying. If you're not applying them practically, then really everything that we talk about, whether it be here on the show or in church or wherever you're at in a Bible study group, those things don't matter because it's not transferring to your everyday everyday life. Mm-hmm. So we want to always make sure that we're we're looking at these biblical things and then applying them to our lives and making changes as the spirit guides us and leads us into them. So we pray that this is something that you contemplate and do something with this week and in the weeks to come. And remember to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any new episodes we're putting out as well as our YouTube channel as Maddie mentioned earlier. Alrighty guys, thank you so much for joining us and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye guys.